El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do a whole bunch of shows. Joining me today, she is a fantastic comic who you should check out telling jokes sometime if you're ever in the Los Angeles area. She's making her second appearance on the show, and we're always so happy to have her here. Ladies and gentlemen, Katie Merriam. Also joining me, she is one of the very best friends of the show. She's been on so many damn times, but not so much recently because she hightailed it to England at one point. We are always happy to have her on. Joining us by phone today, ladies and gentlemen, Maria Shahada. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. It's a thousand fucking degrees in here right now. We are in the middle of a heat wave in Burbank and most of the United States. You all know that. Hopefully, you're all as uncomfortable as we are. That's all I really ask. Brett, how's it going? Not great. No. Yeah. It's snow. I'm going to Las Vegas tomorrow, so it's only going to get worse for me. Oh, it's, it's finally get- cooling off in LA in that it's getting into the 80s, and I'm just keeping it right on the surface of mercury level <laughs> oh yeah that's that's gonna be bad times yeah joining us on the phone what the hell was that maria shahada hello hi <laughs> she's on the phone it's gonna be a slight delay whenever you talk there'll be her. a slight delay but we'll edit it out so i didn't even need to mention that or the delay it's fine maria how are you it's only 80 degrees where you are you son of a bitch <laughs> i know it's i'm doing great i'm sitting i've been in front of an air air conditioner we can it's lovely it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Is it going to be Do like I have that? One? I don't know. It's just she's been fine the entire time. And then now the moment yeah, now we I'll... start the show, she's not. Yeah. You just cut out a little bit. Yeah. I have an air conditioner, but the way my apartment is laid out, it's a, it's a loft apartment. So it stays warm in here when it's 112 degrees outside. <laughs> what you should oh, do, God, Adam, that's is miserable. Yeah. Adam, what you should do is move your, your regular living stuff, kitchen, bedroom, all up into this loft. And then we'll record downstairs. <laughs> where the bedroom and living room and kitchen are. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Katie Merriam, how are you? Oh, I'm sweltering. <laughs> yeah. Sweating. You're sitting closest to the air conditioner, if that's any consolation yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, it is. It does make me feel better <laughs> on a mental level. Although the dog is the closest one. Yeah, winter's up here. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. This is your second time on the show? You yeah. were on once before, right? Yeah. And then you've done fight cast yeah where yeah. you argued on behalf of hillary clinton and yeah. then she lost the elections right so but i won fight class. <laughs> yeah you did win fight cast that's true the fight cast curse right oh, you win man. fight cast and then your candidate loses the election oh let's see how it goes in 2020 but i blame you f- I, for now i'm gonna take that and internalize it and really okay. beat myself up that's fine. <laughs> the next <Good>. two years <laughs> <sighs> I don't even have the energy to cut anyone off. Hit it, Brad. You know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first minutes. What? That was so loud. 
We just tested the sound effects. <laughs> it was <laughs> that was as loud as it is hot. We literally just in the room. Oh god, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, Maria. Just a. <laughs> Maria sounds like she's part of the song. Just fade it out, Brett. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> That's why you got to use the soundboard, man. MPX by, uh, I was going to like do a fake plug for it, but I can't wrap my head around all that. <laughs> anyway, so we messed up the intro, but that's fine. Like, like we said, that I feel like a lot of podcasts this week are going to be weird because it's so fucking hot. Cause everyone's brains are melting out their ears. Yeah. I'm not doing any more sound effects the rest of the show. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Well, at least we're talking about an upbeat topic today. Yay. We're talking about abortion, which is short for abortion, <laughs> obviously. Because it's it's big news again. All of a sudden, it seemed like the abortion debate sort of went away for a while, at least during the Obama years. Mm. It like stopped being a big deal in elections for a little while, very briefly, but not now, not anymore. Because Justice Kennedy is retiring. He was the swing vote last time it came up, and now. Who knows who Trump's going to replace? I'm sure Trump will have announced the replacement by the time this goes up, I think. Yeah, I think he's going to announce it this week, Ugh. as in the week we're recording this, but I don't know when it's coming out. Oh, it, man. What a lit week that'll be. Yeah. Did you guys see that tweet from one of the Trump sons? <laughs> no, what was it? <laughs> it was like... Shooting this, elephants, this so week, lit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this week couldn't get any more lit. Justice Kennedy just retired or whatever he said. It's like, what? What? <laughs> Don't say it that way, if nothing else. Just right. tweet that you're excited, but don't say this week couldn't get any more lit. Lit, yeah. Oh. Uh, Is that some fancy LA term, getting lit? Doesn't that mean getting drunk? Uh, I think lit, yeah. I mean, it's a term for everything. Like, lit could be, like, cool, and but, like, also getting lit could be, like, getting fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's just a general term now. Have you been out of the country that long? I'm, I'm so out of touch. I have no idea what you kids are saying these days. <laughs> Clearly. Well, they got to be saying that in New York, too, though. Anyway. No, I, I, I haven't heard it. I'm really <laughs> upset that Trump Jr. knew how to use it correctly. Yeah, that is kind of disheartening. <laughs> but that's how you know a word. It's time to move on. We need yeah. a new lit now that Trump Jr. is using For that sure. word. Once it hits like soccer moms and politicians, it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> no once i've heard about it it's done now that i've heard about it oh yeah you guys gotta move on <laughs> so yeah justice kennedy retired he was the swing vote in 92 last time roe v wade was challenged and he sided with you know women basically which was surprising because he is c conservative but he's like a moderate conservative yeah. not super moderate just moderate on abortion if nothing else which is nice that's a good area to be moderate in <laughs> and so now with him retiring it's expected that trump is going to just appoint someone more conservative than than him and roe versus wade might go the other way if it gets challenged this time terrifying it is <laughs> i don't want to be alive anymore <laughs> well what i <laughs> What I worry it'll do, because it, it's basically Roe versus Wade takes abortion out of the, out of states' hands. It's not 
the aim is right. the aim this time if they do bring it before the Supreme Court again is so the court can rule that states can decide whatever they want in terms of right. abortion. So some states will have it and some states won't. Yeah, some states definitely will not. And Florida in particular seems like they want to be the first one once a new Supreme Court justice is appointed, they want to challenge Roe versus Wade. Cuz right we need one more type of person it's we need more floridians oh absolutely (laughs) (laughs) it should be nonstop breeding florida yeah they have to i mean that would take them a while wouldn't it they have to change their own constitution first they do that the thing that's been blocking abortion bans in florida is they have a stipulation in their constitution that everyone is entitled to receive health care without political influence which is a great concept. I it's, like it. Yeah. Florida. <laughs> yeah. What a novel concept. And they, but she even said the woman who's pushing this is Jennifer May Sullivan. She's a Republican representative from Mount Dora, wherever the fuck that is. I mean, we know it's in Florida, but it's one of those it's parts up in of the mountains. It's up in the mountain, yeah. mountainous part of Florida. And we all know. she pushed a bill in 2015 that would have required women to wait 24 hours before getting in abortion. Who wrote it that way in the notes? Come on. <laughs> and that Let's was rebrand it. Make it cute. Make everyone get on board. <laughs> Take the word back. It's lit. <laughs> Abortions are lit. Abortion is lit. Abort. There's a van parked on <laughs> right up the street from my apartment. Uh, I'll censor out the street name. I, that's even too close. I don't want people <laughs> knowing that shit. It's a long street. But <laughs> there's a van that has a sign for a lawyer, and the things it advertises are like tax issues, DUI, and then bad abortion. Oh my gosh! Are the uh, things that will represent they will represent you for? And I just I like seeing weirdly they also actually perform the abortions in the van. <laughs> that would be convenient. They help you sue them after they're done giving you an abortion. <laughs> Good use of the word abortion. Thank you. It's catching on already. <laughs> so that law was blocked in the courts in Florida for that exact reason because of that stipulation in their constitution. But she has said now that if Roe versus Wade gets challenged and overturned, she'll just write an amendment to the Constitution to take that part out, which is insane. Right. It is insane. And if you think about the thing that she's modifying is that everyone gets medical care without political influence, except for women, except for right. women. It's just that's what it always comes back to to me is it's like so clearly anybody who's fighting against the right to have an abortion is just oppressing women. That's all, what they want, oppression of women. So, Yeah, I mean, it's at, it becomes forced childbirth yeah. at some point. Yeah. Just, and we become cattle. That's Handmaid's Tale shit. Yeah. Great show, by the way. <laughs> Fucking love that show. Couldn't watch it past the third episode. I hear that from a lot of women. Weird. <laughs> Maria, have you seen Handmaid's Tale? Well, I you- haven't. I read the plot to it today, though. It sounds really good. It is. No, I haven't. Excellent. I thought you were going to say you read the book and I was going to be really, really impressed. <laughs> I just read the plots to things and then I'm, I move on. Um, I know what it's about. Yeah, it's it's a really it's an interesting show, but it is super fucking dark. And so, yeah, there are four states already that have laws in place that automatically ban abortion. The second Roe versus Wade is overturned. And those states are Louisiana, Mississippi, North Dakota, and South Dakota. Interesting thing about South Dakota, they tried to pass a mostly abortion ban 
in 2006 when I lived there. Oh, wow. And the way they did it is they just voted on it at, you know, the, the state capitol between the House and Senate and just passed it through. And voters in South Dakota were actually really upset that they weren't allowed to vote on it. So they got it on the ballot in November and shot it down, which that, I was shocked. Yeah. What's up, South Dakota? Yeah. Why were you living in South Dakota? So, you know, <laughs> just pursuing my dreams. <laughs> living the dream, that's all. Uh, you gotta go where the action is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I moved to get away from my sister. She was being a menace at the time, and we lived in the same city. And there were jobs in South Dakota. I worked for a bank. I had a cool job. I busted. I, I ins- investigated claims of credit card fraud, which meant I got to catch college students lying about having their credit cards stolen. Uh-huh. Crush those dreams. Uh. Stop criminals in their tracks. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> the rule of law has returned. Yeah, to yeah. South Dakota. I was uh, I was a law enforcement official. Yeah, in South Dakota. <laughs> That's why I was there. Superhero. Really. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, according to a recent poll by the Kaiser Family Foundation, two-thirds of Americans do not want Roe versus Wade overturned. And this is the thing you're hearing from a lot of Republicans now, too, where it's this is not a popular idea. Right. But we keep pushing it. Ireland finally got rid of the abortion ban. Like, all these countries are finally, that have had abortion bans historically, are finally like, all right, let's let's move on. There's there's other things to to worry about, and we're like, you know what? We need to just turn things back to the 1950s. Right. I mean, the the best you could say is that it's a religious thing and it's against people's religion, which is like fine. Don't do it. Then don't get one. Yeah. You don't do one. You don't have to get gay married either. <laughs> exactly. It's like if your religion is not our government. Yeah. I don't know why. And it's can't like get that you know. If Mormons don't want to drink alcohol, they don't drink alcohol. Right. But, you don't have to go back to prohibition. Yeah, but you don't see Mitt Romney campaigning to get fucking Coke off shelves because it has caffeine in it. <laughs> but for some reason with abortion, we think it has to be this society, I guess, because, you know, people consider it murdering babies. Which Yeah, but I don't really buy into that because once the baby is actually born... All of those same people don't give a crap anymore. <laughs> They'll Why does separate that, baby... that child from their family, for instance. And, Why does that know. baby have a job? <laughs> exactly. Why doesn't he have a better job? That's right. how he should get health insurance. Don't right. be a drain on society, baby. Yeah. Exactly. It's a taker. <laughs> yeah. My argument has always, when people bring up the religious angle, my argument is always, well, how do you know God didn't want that baby aborted? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe that's how that life ends according to God's plan. Sorry. Right. Did a, I a spring them. just pop out of the mixer? Yeah, basically. Maria, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I am kind of like, well, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two thirds of Americans don't want it. Then, like, who are they pushing for? And 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 why is it so? so the third popular? of Americans just... that voted for Donald, like the one of the things that's going on with every decision made by the Trump administration is. We're just going to make stuff that makes these 33% of people in America happy. They don't care what anybody else thinks. They don't care if it affects them. As long as the base is happy, even if it alienates regular cons- – like not I don't even know if regular conservatives really exist anymore. 
beyond like John McCain like tweeting out something from his deathbed, being like, "I strongly disapprove of what's going on." Like, I don't even know how many. I know exactly. Exactly. Like, it's all about making sure the thirty three percent of people who are just crazy about Trump are happy. Right. That's all. That's all they really care about. Yeah. And I don't know that he's necessarily delivering on a lot of the things he campaigned on. So it's no, kind of exactly, a good strategy. Because, jo- because jobs keep moving away from America. We, right. The Harley Davidson factories exactly. are closing down. Yeah. Uh, I think bourbon and w- some bourbon and whiskey stuff that's hap- uh, alcohol production in America is Where moving. Where is that wall? Where there's is no that wall? wall? Yeah. And there's yeah. no wall. And there's no wall. Because the Democrats. Because Democrats keep. <laughs> Playing games, right? They well, keep voting against it with their their majority, their congressional majority. It's also Democrats' fault that they were tearing families apart. So yeah, yeah, everything's the Dems' fault. Oh, that Didn't fucking you know? story! <laughs> Not true, by the way. We did an episode of the Politics Podcast about it. Anyway, they're also making a Roe versus Wade movie. Get yeah. those movie passes fired up, everybody, Amazing. to go see Roe v. Wade in theaters probably later this year. You think it'll make it theaters? Looks- <laughs> That's a good you know, point. I think it will in this on video on direct. demand later this year. I think it will <laughs> in that in the sort of like God's not dead too. Sort of like is in a few theaters in L.A. Right, but is in a lot of theaters in Louisiana and a lot of theaters. Like it, it, yeah. those movies actually do very well. Those sort of just these like biblical yeah. story, yeah, they, special screenings at the church. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> yeah the the guy make. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, I just uh, you were gonna say Nick Loeb is is that him? Yeah, Nick Loeb is making the movie. Does anyone know anything about this guy other than just what he you've dated written? Sophia? I mean, I... what is her last name? I always want to say Volgara. <laughs> Vergara, Sophia Vergara. Right. I kind of remember that story when it was happening. Yeah, I had not. I'm sure I heard about it, but I didn't remember it until. Uh, I researched this, but yeah, he dated Sofia Vergara for a while. And after they broke up, he sued her over the rights to these embryos that were produced via in vitro fertilization yeah. in 2003. And he said she wanted them destroyed, which she said she didn't, that wasn't even the case. She just didn't want them to be made into, planted in her, into babies. <laughs> and this guy sued to, have them turned into babies. They were listed in the lawsuit as plaintiffs Emma and Isabella. That's weird. That's just they crazy. Named it. That's nuts. They named it. And he wanted to take it and put it in his girlfriend. Like, he wanted his, his girlfriend I, to have these babies it, for him. And what did his girlfriend want? Like, like this is <laughs> the kind of... Shit. Right. This is the kind of crazy guy. Like, the guys, the men who are most obsessed about this kind of stuff are... Absolutely insane to me because yeah. it literally has nothing to do with it. you cannot fight this hard to make someone carry a baby. This girl should have just been like, Nick, please have sex with me. Please just put <laughs> – right. why, why yeah. can't we have sex? Maybe we can make it the old-fashioned I think ha- And maybe this is what the court decided, but I think maybe having a baby should be like one of those situations in a movie where like they're blowing up the nuclear bomb, but like two people with the key have to turn it at the same time. Are you the gatekeeper? <laughs> yeah, I like that. So that's just – Frozen embryo baby like turns out the same as like a fresh baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it like a little bit slower? I think it has like frostbite around its head forever. <laughs> 
Yeah, I can't wait till there's stores selling like fresh and frozen embryos. That will <laughs> that will absolutely become a, this a is talking our, point. Like, this is our we don't freeze our embryos. <laughs> fresh, never frozen. <laughs> Just like Wendy's. <laughs> and yeah, a Louisiana federal judge eventually ruled in Sophia Vergara's favor and dismissed the case. And now Nick Loeb has taken all that anti-abortion energy with him to, I was going to say Hollywood, probably like Albuquerque or something. I don't know where they're going to film this. Or no, they have been, they've been filming it in Louisiana. Really? Yeah. Good tax breaks in yeah, Louisiana. <laughs> yes. There could be, there probably are. Yeah. No, there are. There are. Yeah. That's why we shoot pilots there, a lot of them. Yeah, every movie or pilot is in New Orleans or Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stacy Dash is in this movie. A lot of like husbands are in this movie, I've noticed. Like Stacy Stacy Dash is like her last thing was clueless. Yeah. I don't think she's done much since Steve Gutenberg. Well, Fox like, News. Surely you're not calling like, Steve Gutenberg a has been. He is a bit, isn't he? <laughs> His last big movie was like Sharknado. <laughs> like he needed something. Jamie Kennedy, come on. Jamie Kennedy is in this? Jamie Kennedy's in it. Joey Lawrence. Whoa. Oh my god. Whoa. Wow. I didn't know that. Oh my god. You don't see you don't see like Angelina Jolie, although her dad is in it. Yeah, John Voight's in it. But that John Voight's fucking nuts. That doesn't surprise <laughs> yeah. me. It's like a bunch of child stars that lost their reason to live, so they latched on to some religious cause. Yeah. I I feel like I'll have to see this movie when it comes out. Like I'll steal oh, for it. Sure. You don't have to. No. But I'm just like no you nobody it's like a Christian like a person hate, doesn't have to get an abortion. It's like, like a this hate is a completely watch. optional. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hate watch kind of thing. Mm. Can't wait to do an episode about it with you in a year and a half. <laughs> do you hate really watch a lot? I I I wish I could just like watch this movie with all of you just <laughs> have an episode where we're just commenting on it the whole time oh like mystery science that would be kind of fun yeah. yeah that would be amazing sorry um, that would be kind of fun yeah we actually do that with we have a weekly podcast now where we just talk over movies but we usually oh, do you we tend to do like good not good movies but like i don't we don't go for like the low-hanging like really obviously absurd shit yeah we did gone fishing last time oh boy we've done field of dreams oh nice but i would do i would do roe versus wade just yeah just one low-hanging fruit (laughs) (laughs) look out for that on your twitter's america in (laughs) two years (laughs) that was an enthusiastic endorsement brad i appreciate (laughs) it so uh, with all of this talk about banning and banning abortion I thought it would be fun to talk about a country that did ban abortion at one point and just talk about how well that went and how it ended for the guy who decided that should be policy. And I'm talking about Romania. They were uh, from 1965 to 1989. They were ruled by a communist dictator named Nicholas Ceausescu. And this is when the country was part of the Soviet Union. And in October of 1966, he issued something called Decree 770, which... That sounds like a apocalyptic sort of... It does. It sounds like a sci-fi movie. Yeah. 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 That would be a great title for a sci-fi movie. And he... It basically banned abortion. It outlawed abortion with... Except for the following exceptions... Women over 45, that was later lowered to women over, or lowered to 40. Women who had already born four children, 
women whose life would be threatened by carrying to term due to medical complications, and women who are pregnant through rape and or incest. So one thing I noticed right away, this is reasonable. It's still a little less stringent. Yeah. Than, than what we want here. If than we, Republicans, yeah. Yeah, if we had that, if we banned abortion again, we would be like, nope. It's the rapist's right to to have his child born. Yeah. It's, well, it's also a blessing from God. Yeah. The rape gave you a blessing from yeah. God. Didn't know that. It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> that rape was lit. <laughs> and the thing is, this wasn't motivated by religion at all. They just had... There was this weird situation in Romania where they didn't have a lot of available contraception. So people just kind of use people. Women use <laughs> abortion as a means of contraception. It was at, before they banned abortion. It was they had the most liberal abortion policies in Romania. The average woman could expect to undergo 3.9 abortions over the course of her lifetime. Okay, that's a lot. I that's will a say. whole lot that is of abortions. Of abortions. Yeah. That is... So they were just like, having um, the... What uh, do I got to do today? I got to go. I got to do laundry, pick up the dry cleaning, get some milk, and have my abortion, and then right. go get gas. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's they were having... Like an everyday thing. Right. They were having the opposite problem as they were having in China. Yeah. Pre- well, yeah. They definitely weren't having in overpopulation problem their population was declining yeah well this is the most uh reasonable uh scenario i can think of for government to try to get involved but you can't do it like this because once again it's just oppression of women making them cattle like you'll get the population back up you have to just encourage people to want families like they do in japan or whatever you know yeah you can't this was like a mandated start making families program right to the point that Basically, when they ban abortion, uh, what they would do is they made women go to uh, visit a gynecologist monthly. I thought they came to the workplace. That was insane. Well, yeah, the I put that in the the notes later. They actually the in a lot of cases the exams happened at your job. That is, Sorry. Which is nice. so they made it super convenient insane. for them. Like you don't Sorry, have to come in. Sorry, this McDonald's will be closed till noon. We have the gynecologist <laughs> coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i Did mean they have like stirrups on their office chairs i wonder if they had to them? install that oh my god i bet That's you can nice. find i bet you can find some good soviet area soviet era romanian office chairs with the stirrups still in them oh my god. i e- wonder if they eBay. ever had like just like creepy guys just coming in like hi i'm the gynecologist today. i wonder <laughs> <laughs> you um, know they're from romania happened. yeah i think <laughs> It probably <laughs> still happens. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so the, the population was on the decline. So they decide to, not only does he want to turn that around, but Ceausescu had this idea of building like supermen in Romania, but not supermen in the sense that they can save the world and fight crime, just that they would want to work all the time for the state, like day and night, always on call, ready to work. And to build this workforce, he needed women to start having a whole bunch of kids. So they put this policy in place and they took it even further by they removed contraceptives from store shelves altogether. Which is another aspect. Like, at least we wouldn't have that here. 
I would hope. Well, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess we live I mean, in California, could. but like that's part of why they want to teach abstinence only education in these states. They don't want kids to even know what condoms are. Right. Right. So they go to the store and they're like, what the fuck is like? They don't even know. I mean, they just, so they don't know how to use them. Yeah. Cause they always argue if they know that you can have a contraceptive, then you'll just be fucking day and night. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a good episode, not the Superman part of it, but there's a good episode of Battlestar Galactica about this <laughs> called the captain. The episode's called The Captain's Hand, uh, where the conceit of the show is that there's only like 40,000 humans left. Right. And the, the policy of the government before there was a genocide was that abortions are all cool. And then the government has to sort of reconsider. Well, now that there's only like 40,000 humans left and we need to sort of repopulate. Do we, can we outlaw abortions? And it's a, it's an interesting episode. The show, you know, throughout its run does these episodes that like question how you feel about, uh, like a liberal, uh, a liberal belief, like right. abortion or, you know, something like that. Check it out. Good show. <laughs> okay. I vow that there are only 40,000 people left in the world. I won't get an abortion. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Just like, but what a great world that would be. <laughs> yeah. Only 40,000 oh, of God, us? That'd be so great. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Imagine, like, like DMV lines would be short. Parking. Amusement park I mean, rides would be oh, short. Oh, is that like a five-block radius of Burbank? You parking Korea yeah. town? Like, imagine that. No, oh, I mean, God. I was I drove across town on the 4th of July from my place on this side of town to, to Santa Monica, and it was empty. It was, The streets were empty, and not to spoil fucking Infinity War, y'all should have seen it by now, <laughs> but you know what? If Thanos snaps his fingers and there's no, and like the traffic was like it was on the 4th of July all the time in LA, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Infinity War, so I don't really get that reference. All right. But all now right. I, now I know how the movie ends, I guess. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it only came out three months ago. I'm busy, man. I'm very busy. So we're all three... big fans of all abortion, right. I feel like. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Huge it's, fans. It's lit. <laughs> I like their earlier stuff better, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> Abortion. Still, still consistent. So, yeah, the state secret police would monitor surgical procedures at hospitals to make sure they weren't secret abortions. Any detected pregnancies were followed by health officials until birth. And they also sometimes inspected stillborn babies to make sure they weren't tampered with in the womb. Oh, my Yikes. God. <laughs> not lit. <laughs> that is not lit whatsoever. Handman's tale. Handmaids. And the direct consequence of this was there was a huge baby boom between 66 and 67. Number of births almost doubled. Yay! Look at that workforce! All right! <laughs> and the number of children per women increased from 1.9 to 3.7. Damn, that's a lot of kids. Like, almost everyone has almost four kids? Yeah, that 3.9 yeah. abortions is now 3.7. <laughs> <laughs> and... They actually gave kids born during these years, like the late 60s, early 70s in Romania, a name. They're called Decretai, or I'm not sure how you pronounce that in Romanian. I'm sure it's completely lit. (laughs) (laughs) Maria, you're European. How do you pronounce that? Decretai. That was perfect. Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) That was wow. That was really impressive. I agree. How many kids do you think were called 770? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What if they did just start naming the kids after numbers? Yeah. You are one, you are two, you are 9,552. <laughs> right. So, uh. Welcome to the world. It's lit. 
<laughs> Surprise. This was a huge fucking disaster. <laughs> Uh, there were more babies born at first, so the policy did briefly work in that way. But also more than – or between nine and 10,000 women died seeking abortions in Romania under Ceausescu. And in the case of one woman, an employee of the Apaca textile factory, the Communist Party made her death a propaganda tool – by bringing her coffin to the factory and showing it to all her co-workers to remind them what happens when you do try to get an abortion. Because it wasn't horrific enough. Exactly. Let's parade the poor women's dead bodies. Not bad. And the there's an interview. We'll talk about it in a second. But there's an interview with a woman who lived in Romania during this time and actually got an abortion. And it is a horrifying fucking story. It's so bad, but we'll get to it in a second. That 10,000, that's just the deaths from people who were actually brave enough to report the death as an abortion. Right. Because doing that made, like, that put your family at risk. It put the doctor at risk. Right. Right. It's like these people never saw Dirty Dancing. I mean, didn't didn't we all learn as children that illegal abortion just means dangerous abortion? Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, that's right. There is an abortion in that fucking movie. It's a, yeah. <laughs> Her dad saves the day. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's almost as if Romania did not see Dirty Dancing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's almost as if Dirty Dancing came out after this, but. <laughs> well, actually, no, because that uh, factory thing happened. At, well, just barely. The factory thing happened in 85. Okay. They just missed it. Just missed it. Tragic. Has anyone seen Chuck Norris versus Communism? <laughs> Speaking of movies in it's Romania. It's on my Netflix queue. It's no, it's really not. interesting. In Romania, they also banned all western movies, like wow. anything from the west was banned. And at one point this kind of industry sprung up around bootleg movies that were smuggled into Romania and there was one woman in the country who like overdubbed all the movies. Uh, so if you watched any 80s American movie in Romania as a kid, every actor was voiced by this one woman. What? And it she That's would like awesome. she would like change the dialogue if she didn't like what was happening. <laughs> she wouldn't curse. Like oh, she wow. refused to curse. And the documentary is fascinating because the th the risks these people took just to be able to watch movies in communist Romania in the 80s. Imagine what you had to go through to get a fucking abortion. Just to watch Cocktail. Yeah. A not good movie. You could get murdered trying to watch Cocktail. Wow. Sanctioned by the I state. Mean, worth it. Yeah, absolutely. The way Tom Cruise flips the glasses. It's amazing. You know that the bar in Cocktail is a TGI Fridays? I knew that. No, but did we you did know an episode about it. It's in New York. <laughs> Isn't the oh, you did an episode about it? We sure Isn't did. It, there's a TGI Fridays in New York. Yeah, Times Square, like, maybe. Um, and then Times Square, oh. or it was like on the east side. I don't remember. Oh, right. No, but like the the thing that he like the the business that he's trying to start is like a TGI Fridays, right? What? Yeah. Well, TGI That's Fridays. Like he works at a, at a various bars throughout Cocktail. It's like a a who's who's of weirdly themed bar bars. TGI Fridays started as a really raucous singles bar. And it was one of the first singles bars in New York because at the time in New York, if you were, and it was like especially catered towards like flight attendants and oh, things wow. like that. Because at the time, 
if you were living in New York, your options for like going out and meeting people were either going to parties or going to dive bars. There was no like in between kind of thing in New York in the sixties and seventies. And whoever founded TGI Fridays was like, that's what we need. We need like a middle ground where people can all just go hang out. And TGI Fridays used to be a really raucous, like almost punk bar. And wow. so like there was another location in like, I think it was in Missouri or something like that. But it was, it was like a notorious punk bar. And then wow. they just over the years got all lame and shit. Became Applebee's too. Yeah. They don't even wear the flare anymore. I still pick up women at Apple. What? Like the flight attendant thing. Like that makes sense. Because it's like like expiration dating. So it's just like, come meet all the girls who are flying away tomorrow. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, they get down. It was probably pretty lit. (laughs) Anyway, back to Romania. So uh, another thing that happened, the increase in birth rates didn't last that long. The, The birth rates started declining again in the 70s because... People, Romania didn't do anything to make life better for these women or for their country in general. They were just like, have more kids, but still be as poor and oppressed as you are now. Right. So people started finding ways around it. Yeah. I mean, you're going to. (laughs) Yeah. And life finds a way and anti-life finds a way. (laughs) (laughs) So like wealthy women were able to just buy contraceptives illegally. Or bribe doctors to give them a diagnosis that would allow for an abortion, which is a brilliant idea. Yeah. But only if you have the money. Right. Like anything else, it's cool that those women were able to do that. But for women who didn't have that money, they just had a bunch of unwanted kids. Right. And And they like tied off a cow intestine and just tried to use that. (laughs) Wait, they had, they either had the kid or they bribed the doctors, like the doctors would like usually ask for sexual favors or rape them or whatever. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched this movie called, it's so depressing. It's called Four Months, Three Weeks, and Two Days. And it's a Romanian movie that like won a thing in Cannes. Uh, It came out like 10 years ago, about 1987. Like this girl has an abortion, but her and her friend basically have to sleep with the doctor because they don't have enough money. And it's um, it's an indie movie. It's very slow moving. That's basically all that happens. <laughs> it's very depressing. Uh, that is depressing. A man in th- an authority takes advantage of a woman. Surprise. Yeah. The uh, the interview with the woman who was living in Romania at the time, she basically found a doctor to give her an abortion. And then after this abortion, she like didn't stop bleeding. So she calls the doctor and is like, is this normal? And he's like, well, for one thing, he did the, there was no anesthesia or anything. Oh, God, yeah. Which, brutal. And he was like, yeah, it's, it's normal. Also, how about I rape you right now? Uh. And she managed to, <laughs> like, she managed Sorry, to. Why did I laugh there? I don't know why I laughed there, like, so heartily, too. It's like, <laughs> uh, I think it was so... my delivery. <laughs> I think so. It's perfect timing. Yeah. It's comedic timing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she was able to get him out of the house, but still, like, that's... Wow. As if it's not traumatic enough. Yeah, I mean, also, you know, some guys are just, like, too shy to have sex with a girl on her period, so I guess that guy's just, you know, ready to go. Bold. He's brave. Yeah. Doesn't mind at all. (laughs) Sorry. Right? Too too weird. High five, Katie, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) He's so scared right now. (laughs) (laughs) My thought going into this episode was keep your mouth shut as much as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I should have made this just all dudes. I mean, 
<laughs> I, I just can't understand a man threatening rape with, with a woman just like literally in a medical crisis. Yeah. And that's where his head goes. That's why I don't. Yeah, because like there's no, there's nothing she can do. There's not like she can't run and tell police because it's like she's having an abortion. Right. Um, she can't tell people. There's a lot of shame in it. And she's fucked. So she doesn't want the baby. Like, what are you going to do? Right. And also, this shouldn't surprise anyone. Life for the babies was pretty fucking bad too for one thing infant mortality rates went way way up so any gain they were getting from banning abortion they were losing at least some of it in those babies just not living and ten thousand at least women dying right (laughs) right like childbearing (laughs) right your incubators are dying yeah and while infant mortality rates all around the rest of the countries surrounding romania which are soviet countries in the fucking 80s, all their infant mortality rates are getting better, and Romania's just got 10 times worse. Like, te- on average, 10 times worse than the countries around them. And it was because of the abortion ban. It was, you know, babies that were just women didn't want these babies. Right. Like, sometimes you don't want to have a baby. Right. And if you force women to have babies, it's Google back then. You couldn't be like, how do I safely get rid of my baby? Like, so it was just all (laughs) word of mouth and like mustard seeds were being thrown up there and rods and like rods. Yeah. uh, Sewing needles or like knitting needles and stuff. People are just doing it themselves. Yep. Uh, And what would happen then, too, is if it went like maybe the abortion would would take. But then the woman would just be infertile the rest of her life. Yeah. And if she's lucky, if she's lucky. Yeah. And so that didn't do much for Romania's goal of, they wanted their population to be 25 million by 1990. And they were at 17.9 million when they started this. And I think now they're at 17.1. So <laughs> it really went backwards. Yeah. But a lot of the kids born during this time also were malnourished. They were physically handicapped, which in a communist country in the eighties, physically handicapped were like waste. Like, they had no place in society. Uh. And over 100,000 children were abandoned in orphanage. God damn it! I I had a problem with this word this morning. Orphanages. 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 Sorry. Orf- I'm not helping. <laughs> uh under Ceausescu, where they were routinely subjected to physical and sexual abuse, starvation, God. and general neglect. ABC's 2020 investigated one of these orphanages and described, quote, babies stacked on the shelves of a cart like loaves of bread. And at one point it was discovered that at least 10% of the decree children that were abandoned in orphanages were also infected with AIDS. Wow. Yeah. So it's a real pretty scene in Romania. Yeah. It was, it was very bad. The, the abortion ban did not go well. People did not like it. And I'm sure it's all just coincidence, but this ended really bad for Nikolai Ceausescu. Oh, no. I know, right? <laughs> Basically, Romania was the only country in the Soviet Union where the people rose up and overthrew their government. Yeah. Everywhere else, it just kind of fell with the fall of communism. But Romania, Nikolai Ceausescu, there's, uh, I'll put the video up on the website. Should we watch a clip from it? I never get tired. Okay. Yeah. For, yeah. Maria won't hear it, but who cares? His face. <laughs> yeah. There's, <It's> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Maria. Yeah. Who cares about <laughs> Maria? 
This is Nikolai Ceausescu giving his last speech. Something rivets his gaze. Shouts surge up. His speech stops. The camera wobbles. This is the look of a man who knows he's about to die. I think that hand gesture, though, he still thinks he might be able to control them. Yeah, he looks like he's thinking he's going to wave people down off the ledge. Yeah. What had occurred? A film camera from... Well, what had occurred was they broke in the fucking building. And he managed to get away for a few days. That was December 21st. One of the things that led to that, they had, he issued this decree on a Friday, some different, I forget what it was related to, but it wasn't an abortion thing. And he issued this thing on a Friday and he knew it was really going to upset the people. So to kind of combat that, he went on vacation. And just uh, left the country for a few days and yeah. assumed it would he just went be... To, he went to Mar-a-Lago uh, to play... I, the- <laughs> I was going to say, sounds familiar. Yeah. Bury, bury some bad news at 4.55 on a Friday and then just go just go tee it up. Yeah. Play 36 on a Saturday if you can. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's That's kind of what he tried. And he came back to people very fucking angry. And on Christmas Day, he tried to flee Romania by helicopter. And the military forced him and his wife to land and they take him into custody. They take him and his custody, his wife, both into custody, drive them to some military location and do a one hour just like show trial just to say, yeah, we tried him and we found him guilty. And then immediately upon finding him guilty, they took him behind the building tied him and his wife together and shot them both. Wow. With a firing squad. And the first thing they did after Ceausescu was kicked out of office was reverse decree 770. Yeah. Yay. So. We can get abortions again. So I don't know. That's just a thing to keep in mind. Oh if gosh. you want to ban abortions. No wonder Might Melania. end like Romania. Yeah. No wonder Melania is so upset. She's like, I do not want to be tied with this guy. <laughs> I hid in a hospital, in a utility closet at a hospital for a month. They couldn't find me. <laughs> Did she ever explain where, where she was at during no. all that? She didn't no, give They two replaced fucks. her. It's a different her. Yeah. <laughs> she was getting a jacket. A mean, mean jacket. <laughs> it's jacket shopping. Yeah. I hate when people are like, was that jacket intentional? She was wearing a jacket from Zara. Of course yeah. it was fucking intentional. When the hell would she ever wear a jacket from Zara? God right. damn it. $39 uh, jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Maria, what's the, what's the ab- abortion debate like in England? Is there even one? Cause I know for a long time in Ireland, like women would just fly to England and get. Yeah. That's why I don't at- think there's um, a debate or I haven't really heard about any. It's just that it's legal. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, a lot of Irish women were, were coming into England to have their abortions. And then fecking off back to Ireland. And, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, but that was, that's, I mean, we're not going to like the U S isn't going to end up like Romania just for so many reasons. And one of it is just like, uh, there are States that even if Roe is overturned, there are States that are still going to have legal abortion. So you could like, I know a lot of women aren't like rich enough to like, Oh, yeah, but- have an abortion, you know, like stay for breakfast and come home. But like there are options. We have the internet now. You can buy pills online. You can go to, you know, like Hawaii, still have it. Um, it's not, it's not going to end up like Romania, unfortunately. But I do just fan- or, fantasize like, but, about um, Trump's uh, rallies just turning into him running. 
That would be amazing. That yeah. would be nice. The, Just watching him run would be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about that, about us not turning into Romania, is it, we wouldn't, but there would be individual states yeah. that definitely would. Because when you're when you talk about Romania, you're talking about Europe, which is basically like the United States of Europe. Because it's just a bunch of state-sized countries all smashed into the same geographical area, whereas we're just one country with a bunch of small, smaller states. Right. So there would definitely be states that would probably be run a little bit like this. I right. mean, they would see they would see what's already happening in these states. If you're in the Dakotas or, you know, Arkansas or whatever, people are fleeing. This, people are fleeing those states. People people are turning eighteen, and some people are staying. But a lot of people are being like, I don't need this shit anymore. I'm going to California. I'm going to Texas, which is becoming bluer. They're going to Georgia, which is becoming bluer. They're going to, you know, they're going to New York. They're going to big cities and everyone's flocking to the big cities. And these, these states are just going to see a further decline in their population. Yeah. But I think that's what they want. I think they want less. Yeah. Yeah, they want they want Democrats to leave. They want people who would actually care if abortion was banned to leave and go to places like California where thanks to the electoral college their vote won't really matter that much. Like this is a way to keep states as red states. Yeah. If you can put an yeah, abortion the- ban in place, healthcare, if you can put pre-existing conditions back in place, yeah. Like those are things that'll make people flee to other states. I know, but I know the census is going to be fucked up in you know two years when we do it. But don't they have to readjust the the electoral college every ten years with the new census? California is going to, I think it's worth like fifty four or fifty seven points now. It's going to be worth sixty or something like that. Yeah, it could be. And all these other s- smaller states are going to go from five or six to four, you know, down to three. And there's going to be, you know. Abortions there's gonna be for 35, all. <laughs> there's going to be 35 states that are all worth three or four electoral votes, and then New York and California are going to be worth, you know, yeah. literally win those two states plus a, a handful of other ones, and, you know, yeah. you're at 270. If the law still works that yeah. way by then. Yeah. yeah. Who well, knows? when California breaks off, then we'll just be our own. <laughs> yeah, if we can get Oregon and Washington to join in and we just completely cut off the the west coast from the rest of the country if everybody moves here we're just gonna be that's so heavy risk. that's a risk move. Crack right yeah we're just gonna float to a different time zone anyway <laughs> it'll be fine i, I don't the 405 what a mess oh uh, yeah <laughs> oh yeah too many people mm, never mind i don't want <laughs> california to break off from the united states i don't either what do you think about the the vote to make it three different states i don't like that either no i think it's it's a bad idea and it's not going to play out the way the people pushing it think it's going to play out. That's those are, they're still all going to be relatively liberal areas Yeah, because that's just how California is. Even where it's a little more evenly split between liberals and conservatives up North, it's still kind of liberal. Yeah. And it's just, it's not going to achieve anything. And uh, we don't need what, think of the flags, man. We're all going to have outdated flags. Yeah. <laughs> 50 is such a good number. It's perfect. 50 is such a good number. Poor Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. The only thing I would be behind is if one state would leave so Puerto Rico could come in. That'd be cool. What about make the Dakotas one? Yeah. Or just get, or rid, just of- get rid of Florida. Yeah, get rid of Florida. There we go. That would be good, especially in this case. Yeah. That would help. <laughs> uh, do we have comments? We can, we can do the incel episode or we can do, a, do or another one. 
Uh, yeah, let's do the incel episode. All right, first one from Africa correspondent. Wow, hey, official. Hey, Adam hey. is such a good moderator. Hey, That's really nice. Thank you. Aww. Very nice. <laughs> Um, that's all the comments I need. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a good one. Those are all the lots nice of ones. lots of people are are happy to have Caitlin back. That was a fun episode. It yeah. was good to have Caitlin Cut back on, and it's good to have Maria back on, and Thank Katie you. back on, yeah. and yeah. Brett. Well, well kind of a come on, come on. Uh, let's see what what else. Um, Thanos Thassos says. Brett saying he did comedy sports made me think of him and Chet doing Who's on First Bits and competing in tiddlywinks. Explain to me exactly what comedy sports is. It's a it's short form improv game. It's like Who's on Is It Anyway, but for high schoolers. It's like a there's comedy sports theaters. It started in Milwaukee. There's one in L.A. I think there's a a few other theaters in America. And it's basically just like a short form improv theater. Oh, okay. But they have this program where. Like an improv coach comes to the high school and you pay, you pay comedy sports, you know, a hundred, a few hundred bucks a month or yeah. whatever the high the school does. So for people like yo, yo yours truly <laughs> who didn't do well in tackle football, uh, it was just like something, it was just like a like sort of like a bonus drama club. It was like an improv club. Yeah. That was not like the theater. It was basically just improv, short form improv. Sounds fun. Do they have a hall of fame? Yeah, are you going to be in it? I'm in it. <laughs> you should Ooh. be. I'm in it. I'm accepting my my Technicolor dream coat <laughs> <laughs> next next September. That was a good reference. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any other comments? Uh, there's I just a lot all... of stuff. There's a lot of stuff about. In, there's just a lot of stuff about incels. A lot we talked of, like... about incels last week. Right. That was Do a fun. I mean, there's a lot of comments that are just like four paragraphs long, and I just yeah. Maria, I just do you have, have is incel a word that even gets used in England? They're totally lit. <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. I don't know because I just looked it up, and it it says it means island in English. It's a German word. <laughs> what is incel? What are you? Talking? Oh I think you're, you must be spelling it wrong. <laughs> it's yeah. it's short for involuntary celibate, celibate, and it's this group of dudes who. Just kind of blame women for everything in life. So every guy, every guy, probably most of the shooters that we have. Yeah, it's it's a word that comes up a lot when it comes to mass shooters. There have been. I, think, f- I was I was going to say, are these the mass shooters of our? Yes. Yeah, there have been a couple mass shooters who explicitly, so, and also the guy who drove the van through all those people in Toronto. Do you, like identify so there have been arguments incel. to find them like, know they partners, like sexual partners just to save I think the that's world. probably the best idea. Yeah. I mean Well, that's what we do. We ban abortion and then we force women to have sex with incels. There we go. And but, you know That seems like a reasonable and then just throw those babies somewhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, those women would understand their soldiers fighting for the common good. <laughs> exactly. Um, they you, identify as incels. I thought that was like an insult that we just know them as. They, n- no, I think they do. Yeah, they identify as it. There's, uh, they identify as involuntarily celibate. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Like okay. their their argument. Well, that's the one whole of their thing arguments is, is that women should be forced to have sex with them. Oh wow. Okay, I want to listen to this episode. It sounds oh, fascinating. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I mean, it's, it's a, there's a, there's a lot of different aspects to it. There's like, it's in some cases, it's just dudes who clearly need some fucking 
well, therapy yeah, and right. need to be socialized like right. a dog, I guess. <laughs> but someone needs to teach them. How and to then there's also like a really emotions. more radical, unsavory side to it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know about that side. I just thought it was like. You know. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the comments here who are like, oh, yeah, I have a friend who was like, who was one and I took him out. I was his wingman at bars a few times and he eventually got a girlfriend or, you know, I helping people just learn what's good about themselves. Right. Like, yeah. People are attracted to people who are confident about uh, themselves in a certain way, whether it's comedy sports or playing the <laughs> piano or, you know, being good at math, whatever, like. People are attracted to competency and people who are not not arrogant, but uh, you know, f- sure of themselves. And just you gotta people have to fi- some of these incel guys just have to figure out how to tune that a little bit. And if you're good at you know, yeah, take those Crocs off. Take those yeah, Crocs. Like, yeah, read a few Tony Robbins books and just you know get it together. That's what uh, <laughs> Caitlin said too. Tony Robbins books. Now, really? I, now I feel like I want to read some Tony Robbins books. <laughs> See what's going on. That man there. is very confident. I would say if you're in high school, I mean, everyone in high school is an incel. I was involuntarily celibate in high school. I went, around, I went out and changed that. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> but like, I, I became a confident person and people wanted to sleep with me. But I would recommend doing comedy sports. You can think on your feet. And there's all sorts of women who want to, who are involved in the, the in the theatrical arts. Yeah, there's also a lot of nerdy women that are into nerdy guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever your thing is, there's a woman out there Honestly, doing it too. Yeah, I think the improv for community, like, I think they get married a lot more than, like, stand-up comedians. I've noticed this. Like, they're more likely to get married because they're, they're used to working with other people and being part of a team and collaborating. And, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've noticed that improv comedians, like, yeah, they're, they're like real people who have families and stuff, but... Stand-up weirdos just die alone a lot of the time. Yay! Oh, yay. <laughs> so, yeah, incels. Uh, res- <laughs> respect women. So, there's, otherwise, there's an abortion ban, and yeah, that's we might have to overthrow day. our leader in 25 years or so, violently. You never know. Yep. Yeah. It'll be all those babies that were made to be born. I'm into that, though. Time. 20 years. Well, that's that's how long it took them. Oh, okay. And it was, iron- like, not probably not ironically a lot of those kids from that early generation of right decretai you know, were the ones who overthrew 770s yeah just like i talked to my friend from, i talked to my friend from romania and he was like that's really just kind of like a western idea that it was the decree that um decretai that like overthrew him but really like they were just like they were in a bad situation poverty was bad they were being rationed and it was just getting worse in the 80s and then yeah thanks maria we have to delete this episode now yeah, <laughs> spent, Adam Sorry. spent so much work on the notes. So yeah, you time. really ruined it. <laughs> I guess we have to abort this episode. Uh, Not lit. Little abortion. <laughs> oh, we did it. All right. So that's the episode. Um, when does this go up? I think this one's going up a week from Tuesday. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> a week from Tuesday. So all the shows I have coming up will have happened by then but you can subscribe to the rest of our podcast on patreon patreon.com slash unpops that's a thing i have to plug katie do you have anything oh uh if you're in la you could come out to my live comedy show on july 16th it's in a backyard but we give away free booze so it's a good time nice yeah maria what do you got 
Um, if you're in the UK, check out my website. All my shows are listed on there, mariashahada.com. I thought you were going to say that only people in the UK could look at your website. Yes. That would have been... No, everyone can, but like, don't be sad when you can't come to a show because you live in, in like Romania or, or, you know, somewhere else. Well, I am sad that I'm I can't come to a show. I'm actually probably going to perform in Romania this year, <laughs> but oh, wow. if that happens, I'll, I'll let you know. Did you get some material from this episode? I did, a lot. <laughs> really sad episode. I was like, how am I going to be funny about this? But Ah, uh, we don't have to be funny. Yeah. We're talking about a borscht. <laughs> Brett, Brett, what do you have to plug? Guys, this summer of Big Brother is heating up! <laughs> what a season it's been so far. There have been dick slips, nip slips, everything. Check out my podcast, Hey Julie, on wherever you get podcasts. Hey Julie BB on Twitter. Uh, you know, I, this is what I do every week. All right. Hey Julie, goodbye. <laughs> Brett has a Big Brother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's so loud. <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Katie, say goodbye. I'm sorry, I'm sweating on everything. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. I'm not-